It's time. It's ScoutCast time. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Friday episode of the Rutgers ScoutCast, a Scarlet Knights podcast on the Scout Network, talking everything Rutgers football, talking everything Rutgers athletics. I'm your host, Sam Hellman, the publisher at ScarletReport.com. If you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher, one of our many new listeners, welcome welcome to the show. We've got a pretty exciting lineup of guests. It's Murderer's Row this week when it comes to Rutgers football. If you're listening through our player on the uh, ScarletReport.com website, welcome to our members. You guys come first, and we always appreciate you checking out the show. Now, as you can probably tell from listening, I'm on very little sleep. Sleep is for the week. Uh, Coming back from Chicago from a very busy Big Ten Media Day as I record this, Big Ten Media Day was very productive for Rutgers. It was also very productive for me, for Scarlet Report, for you guys, the fans and subscribers. Rutgers got what it needed out of this event, and so did I. You've seen tons of stories on the site, uh, either through my social media, at Sam Hellman Scout on Twitter, or on ScarletReport.com from everything Rutgers. But on top of that, I got a lot of podcasting work done. I booked three really, really exciting guests that you're about to hear after this introduction for this week. Next week, you're going to hear a fun media conversation between myself and the newest member of the NJ.com family, the Rutgers football beat, Ryan Dunleavy. You guys know Ryan, Daily Targum, Asbury Park Press, Gannett. He's moved on to NJ.com, working with Keith Sargent. I sat down with Ryan in Chicago. We had some fun, talked some Rutgers. He's got a very different perspective than I do on Rutgers with him being a newspaper guy and me doing what I do here. But you'll hear that next week as we get ready for training camp. This week, we've got three exciting Rutgers football guests. Very well could be three Rutgers team captains for this year. The way this show is going to go is we're going to jump right into the interviews because they're more important than I am. So you're going to enjoy listening to those. Well, at least I hope you enjoy it. I know I enjoyed doing these interviews. So what you're going to hear after this quick break, you're going to hear Rutgers defensive tackle Darius Hamilton. It was his third time in Chicago. I've known Darius since he was a junior in high school. My first year as a professional coming out of college was the year that Darius blew up on the scene, so we've had a pretty good relationship ever since then. So you're going to hear from Darius, and he's got an insane story involving Rutgers, five-star recruits, and a car accident that you're going to love to hear. We're going to jump right from Darius Hamilton onto the offensive side of the ball where I caught up with wide receiver Andre Patton. Patton is a guy that when you talk about wide out and playing out wide, not in the slot, He's the first guy that they're going to look to to replace Leontay Carew. So we talked about that. We talked about his Rutgers experiences. After that, we're going back on the defensive line, talking to my guy, Julian Penix Odrick. JPO, as they call him, committed about, well, recommitted about three hours after Darius Hamilton had his major announcement. Uh, This was that crazy week where Greg Shanna left. Kyle Flood was hired right before signing day. We talked to Julian about that, about what he remembers about that time. I also talked some Montclair, New Jersey, some Montclair High School with Julian. I got to know him pretty well. Obviously, his half-brother, Jared Odrick, is a Penn State star now in the NFL. Julian and I talked more Rutgers, and you're going to hear that as well. So you're going to jump right into it now with three big-time Rutgers football interviews. So enjoy those, and I'll be back with you after that to break down Big Ten Media Day. 
and I'm here in Chicago, the home of Darius Hamilton, his third time here at Big Ten Media Day. What's up, Darius? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I, I'm sure that you're, people are going to be asking you about your health and adding weight and coaching changes and all that stuff, so we're not going to talk about that. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, wh- what do you like about this? Obviously, this is your third time here, so you have to enjoy it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a great time. You know, Chicago's a great city. You get to go out, do a lot of different things, and... Um, it's always fun getting to mingle with other players, mingle with other coaches, um, get interviewed by tons of media, the banquet that they have tomorrow. It's, it's, it's all really a good time. You knew, probably knew this kind of stuff was in your future when you picked Rutgers. You <laughs> seemed pretty excited about the chance to speak for Rutgers, speak for New Jersey. So now that you've been doing it for what feels like forever, how, how much do you enjoy it? I love it. I love it. There's no, no, no place like Jersey. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Um, greatest state to be a part of man got the greatest fans got the greatest media and uh, man, appreciate it's, that it's just <laughs> it's just it's just a blessing to be a part of it do you do you feel like you're a you know fifth year senior a guy that's been here forever yeah <laughs> yeah i do i do i mean in some aspects i don't because it's really flown by you know what i mean but and uh when i when i get to see so many faces come and go and i get to see who i'm there with against who i started with uh you know you definitely you definitely understand uh you know, how old you are, and uh, I mean, I'm only 22. I'm not going to sit here and talk about 25, but I'm only 22. But um, man, I'm just, I'm just really excited about uh, you know this whole team moving forward. Yeah, I was going to say, at least you're not like Kenneth Kirksey old. <laughs> uh, you make me feel old though, because I still remember stalking you in high school all the time. So it's weird that it's already five years later. Yeah, yeah, time flew, man. But I'm sure you appreciated me bothering you all the time, and you loved, you loved it. <laughs> all, and all of you guys. I never annoyed you at all. And uh, <laughs> how did? How did you not go insane as a high school senior with all that kind of stuff? I mean, I think my mind was kind of made up. I really, my, my, my decisions were really between Florida and Rutgers, man. And, you know, once I knew in my heart that this is where I wanted to be, I, I didn't really let anything else really get to me. How about just the attention of being a five-star kid, best team in the country? Every, I mean, everyone has your phone number calling you all the time. Like, how did you handle that? I mean, you got to set ground rules things like that you know and uh, I listen to the people closest to me family friends um, people whose opinions I really valued and I didn't deal with any of that stuff till after my senior season was over so it gave me a lot of time to uh, to focus and you know keep a keep a steady mind for the season I think uh, you obviously like you said you had a pretty good idea where you were going before yeah. you committed I remember hearing so much stuff about you and Leonte at the the army game just putting in work recruiting all these other kids what was that experience like in trying to hold that class together and get some late steals and everything? Oh man, that was, that was great. You know, just to just to be a spokesman, just to be a spokesman for the school and uh, you know try try to get people interested. And um, it was a lot of fun. Obviously, the last minute uh, coaching change is a little scary, but we all stuck together as a class and uh, managed to pull through. That was to say, I don't think people realize how close you were to getting some more pretty big time guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. Fuller, Shoemate. Yeah. They were. You put in a lot of work that offseason. Fuller, Shoemate, you're right. Uh, what's that kid's name? Tight end Giasone. Yeah, Mike G. Yeah, St. Peter's. Yeah, and they all had. They all went there and had good careers yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. mean, you can't get everyone. No, yeah. Um, now that you're a senior here, do you like what, paying attention to the younger kids that are going through recruiting now at all? Oh yeah, man, I do. I do. I, I like to see the kids get special treatment, and get ride around on the golf carts and, and things like that. It's, it's cool seeing that. You know, they think they're the man because, I mean, at, at that point, yeah, I guess I guess you kind of are the man. And uh, it's just cool to soak it in, you know, remember those days and offer any piece of advice that I can to them, especially defensive linemen who are kids who, 
but looking for uh, the glitz and the glamour and not really focusing. I, you know, I just like to pick their brand, see what they like about their top school choices, make sure it's not all fluff, you know what I mean? It's funny you mentioned the golf carts. Were you a part of the famous golf cart accident? I was. I was. It was me and Leonta. It might have been somebody else too. I, I was gonna say. I think it was that, you two uh, and Devin Fuller. Yeah, that was an, that was an epic, uh, an epic accident. I don't think. I don't think that. What do you remember about that? Because that's just something that I joke around about. Because it's just some like it's one of those things that only happens at Rutgers kind of thing. Well, I, I mean, one minute I was in the golf cart, and the next minute the golf cart was against the wall. So I don't. I don't really know what took place in between. But it was. Uh, it was pretty crazy. I'm not going to out the driver's name, but I've been uh, making fun of him for five years because of it. Uh, going on with Mike Quick on MSU Varsity, what was your goal with that? Because I know you're not someone that cares about the attention. Was it to try and impress other kids and say, like, we still believe in Rutgers because it worked? Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You know what I mean? I, I, th- I, thought, uh, I thought that, you know, especially in that class, that I had a voice that um, – that you know, if I expressed my feelings towards a certain thing, a lot of people would would understand where I was coming from. You know, as opposed to uh, keeping keeping my mouth shut. I, I mean, I wanted people to feel the same way that I felt. I wanted to, I wanted to show people how passionate I was about the school, and I, I think I got my point across. Well, I I don't think it was a coincidence that Steve Longa called in and committed right after, and yeah. then Quanzel did it an hour later, and Julian did it an yeah. hour later. I think it, that worked. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I mean, I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we all got here, man. Brought together some. Some of those guys are the best of my friends, and uh, it's been a blessing. Uh, I know that you were close with Scott Malone. How happy are you for him that he's got his new gig? Oh man, that's huge. That's huge. You know, you'll never find somebody who will turn out to be as good as a coach as Scott will. You know, it's the true student of the game. I mean, when I got when I got here as a freshman, I wanted to do everything just like Scott all the time, and um, you know, he's. He still has me as a student of the game. He still blows my mind with some of the things that he sees, some of the things that he notices that that may go unnoticed by you know the average person. Man, he's 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 a true uh, true leader and true student of the game. Me being just a regular regular old Rutgers graduate, no no uh, football acumen, the kind of stuff we talk you know talking with my roommates and stuff. Uh, we came up when I started doing this podcast with the same three questions that I ask every person at the end. I like all Rutgers related stuff. Who would you say is your favorite Rutgers athlete? Whether it's a different sport or one of your teammates now or someone you watch growing up or whatever. Oh, favorite Rutgers athlete. I guess just as far as favorite player to watch or... You can make your own rules for this. I'd have to say my favorite Rutgers athlete's got to be Leonce. <laughs> Anytime Leonce's on the field, man, I knew we had a shot. I knew we had a shot when times were, when times were close and we, we had the ball. Uh, Leonce was definitely... Uh, Mr. Clutch, man, he's got the greatest hands I've ever seen. One of the greatest people, one of the greatest players that I've ever seen, man. And um, you know, I knew at a very young age in high school that he would be a special player. So I'm glad his uh, career is panning out, man. We still keep in touch, still talk to him all the time. And uh, you know, but as far as favorite athlete to watch, man, it's got to be Leonte. Uh, second question, Leonte might come up again here, but your favorite memory when you think about Rutgers, uh, what, what do you think about? Uh, when I think about Rutgers. I mean, Leontay's in it, but it's, it's just got to be the memories that I share with, you know, guys like Leontay, guys like Julian, Derek, uh, you know, some of my best friends, some of the best times I've had, and, uh, you know, it's, it's been with them, it's been, at, it's been at school, you know, these last, these last five years, so I've, I've, I've had a great time, lucky enough to be around great people. So not getting in an accident on the golf cart? No, definitely not. <laughs> that was with Leontay, though, so No, it, it was, it was, it was. Uh, last thing, if you get one more meal at Rutgers, like on campus, what would you go with? 
That's a tough one. I know. This is the hardest of the That's three questions. That's a tough one. Last meal on Rutgers. Oh, oh, on campus? I'd have to go to Chipotle. I'd have to go to Chipotle. I eat Chipotle probably five out of seven days. <laughs> I eat Chipotle all the time. I'd have to eat Chipotle. Have you talked to Sanu about getting the special Chipotle gold card? No, no. Is, right. there, is there a gold card at Chipotle? I think if, you, I think if you're a second-round NFL pick, you'd get free burritos. So you get something to aspire oh, to. Oh, my God. That's, that's a lot of motivation right there. <laughs> Got to get that done. All right, thanks, Terry. Got to get it done. We're here now joined by Andre Patton, Rutgers wide receiver. Andre, uh, welcome to Chicago. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, I guess I'll get it out of the way first. How often do you think you're going to hear about Leontay Carew and get questions about him in the next two days? Uh, probably almost every interview, but, you know, I'm, I'm kind of used to it because ever since he left and even when he was here, you know, that was, that was something that uh, they always asked me. I get, do you look forward to the spotlight and the chance to replace him and the challenge? Because everyone's looking at you and Janarian as the seniors now. Absolutely. I just look forward to the, you know, the competition that's, that's in our wide receiver room. And I guess, uh, how would you say that the position is different now with the change in the offense? Like, What are the big differences that you've seen? Um, I would say probably the big difference is everyone's getting shot. You know, everyone's touching the ball. Everyone's having that opportunity to, to make plays. What I know that there's some guys that have been banged up and stuff. I've heard a lot about how John Simmons is doing great and how he's going to be someone that really fits this offense. What are you seeing from him? Uh, I see that you know John's going to make a, a big difference to our offense. I feel like he's going to contribute a lot to you know, making big plays and doing other big things for our offense. And if we keep him healthy, then he's going to be a big asset to our offense. I think other than Leontay, the thing you'll hear the most is questions about the quarterback. Are you ready for those and, you know, whole quarterback competition and everything? Oh, yeah, you know, there's, there's always going to be that competition in, in, the, in the QB world. So I'm ready for it. How has it been this offseason getting to work with all those guys? You get to meet Tylen Oden and, and you get to meet Zach Allen, and obviously you know the other guys very well already. Mm -hmm. it, it's been good, you know, working with them uh, off the field. We hang out, you know, we try to build a relationship, and then on the field, we try to build that connection so everything can be good and on time and on point from camp. How much have you enjoyed the offseason with all the changes that have gone down? I, I have a feeling that some of it's been pretty fun for you guys. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed it, but it's definitely been hard. You know, it's a way different offseason than we had or that, you know, us three had in our past three years here. So. It's different, but I think change is, is good. What I mean, what what is harder? Obviously, you're working out more and you're being pushed. But what is what about it is more challenging? Do you think it's it's more mental? You know, if if you don't have that that, that mentality to you know, attack everything at 110 percent, then you really won't make it. You know, a lot of people a lot of people didn't make it. There was people. Here, and you know, some people they make it through, but other than working out and doing other things, they also make us do things outside in our community, community service, and other things like that. So, I think that's that's another dif another difference because that's also like a mandatory thing. Do you, you feel like you're a senior now? Like, is that kind of hitting you kind of fast? Uh, 
I couldn't believe it that, you know, I'm coming up on my fourth year, but, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little unbelievable that it flew by that fast. Do you like the spotlight aspect of being a senior? You're coming out to stuff like Media Day. You're going to, you know, be one of those guys doing interviews after every game. I mean, you have a ton of interview experience already, but do you like the spotlight opportunity that you'll have? I don't mind it. I try not to pay too much attention to it because, you know, some people can't get caught up in the spotlight. So, you know, when the interviews come, I'll be ready for them. But the spotlight, I'd rather just stay low and just keep to myself and just worry about what we have to do. What do you like about uh, playing for Coach Ash so far? Uh, I like that he brought structure, structure to the team. You know, there's, there's one standard, and he holds that standard very high. And really high. <laughs> really high. So whether it's either you're on board or, or you're out. So I think that's something that we needed. I, and myself and the rest of my teammates, we bought in. So I think that's a good thing. Uh, I always close these with the same three questions. Me being a guy that went to Rutgers, it's kind of stuff me and my roommates, stupid roommates, talk about all the time. Uh, for you, being at Rutgers a while now and following them in high school, who would you say is your favorite Rutgers player, whether it's football, basketball, any sport? As of now or all time? All time. Anyone. I'd probably say my favorite Rutgers player was, I would say Ray Rice. He's a popular answer. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember when he used to go here, I used to watch their games. Especially on ESPN and the other channels they used to be on, and he was always one of those players that stood out to me. How cool is it to have him come back now and talk to you guys? Oh, it's it's, it's cool. I would have never thought I would have had a, a good relationship with him, you know, coming here. But now that he comes back, he talks to us, he speaks to us, we kind of built that relationship. So that, that's pretty cool. Uh, second question. What's your favorite Rutgers memory, whether it's playing football or hanging out with your friends? What's something that you think you'll remember forever? I would say I have, I actually had two. A first Big Ten win against Michigan in our home, uh, our home field. And then my second favorite one would probably be the Maryland game my sophomore year when we came back from a 25-point deficit. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, you, uh, if you get one more meal at Rutgers, like, what, what would you go, like, restaurant, what would you order? I would definitely go to Old Man's Rafferty's. Wow. Oh, yeah. Fancy. Old Man Rafferty's. They probably have the best food Best food that I, I think in Brunswick. I like their nachos. What do you get there? Nachos. I usually get the steak. I get a Popeye. I get, um, what else I get? I, I literally get everything. The, the desserts, everything. I guess if you're a good official visit host, you get to go to Rafferty's whenever you want, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We take them there. Thanks, Andre. No problem. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. Right, welcome to the Rutgers Scoutcast. I got a special guest uh, live here from Chicago, Julian Penix Odrick, Rutgers defensive end. Welcome, welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Media Day. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hope you had a nice little trip out, <laughs> trying to explore the city a little bit. I assume Darius has some advice for you, given that he's been here like 10 times already. <laughs> yeah, he's the old man of the event. You know, even Coach Ash is asking, what's going on? What are, we, what are we doing there? You know, what's what's up? But, yeah, Darius has been here. He's he's a little little veteran. You know, he's a, the company man, we like to call him. You being, you're, you know, a face of the program now, doing these kinds of things, is this what you looked forward to when you were younger, even when you were at Montclair, considering Rutgers was getting to do stuff like this down the road? Uh, I'm 
I mean, yeah, I mean, in terms of, in terms of being able to represent uh, our university, it's, it's definitely a, a great honor. Um, yeah, but I'm trying to represent it, and we're trying to represent it as best as, best as possible and give it the reputation it deserves. Uh, back at defensive end now, how are you feeling about that? It's awesome, man. I'm, just, I'm ready to get to work with my, my teammates, the rude boys on the D-line. Uh, yeah, but it's definitely a, a fun transition in terms of being in a room full of guys who, who just love being around each other. And I think uh, Coach Ash, Coach Burnham, do a great job of trying to keep us together and, and meshing us. I uh, Just from going to like the recruiting camps and stuff over the summer, I saw you guys working out a little bit here and there. How different was that aspect of this offseason compared to what you're used to, the workout aspect? I'm, yeah, I think uh, I think uh, we're all used to it now. Yeah. I mean, but no, in terms of uh, the way we train, the way we work out every day, you know, I think it's just it's really intense and, and we really enjoy it. I mean, it really it really emphasizes the the character of brotherhood of trust that Coach Ash and Coach Parker really try to instill in us, and uh, I think that's what it's all focused around. It's, it's 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 building with each other and grinding with each other, and I think it's it's been an awesome part of the summer, though very hard, but uh, a great learning experience. I know these two guys are a little different experience-wise, but you've got Malachi Moore here, and you've got and you've got Julius Turner here. What are your early impressions of those two guys? They're good dudes. I mean, I had Julius on as official. Right. Um, I remember him yeah. talking about you a lot. <laughs> yeah, Julius is Julius is a man. He's he's, he's, a, he's a young guy. Um, he, he's trying to take coaching right now. Um, he's definitely here to work, and he definitely meshes well with the room. I mean, it's seamless. You did thought Julius here was here for two years, the way you know he interacts with the room and things like that. And Malachi is a guy, um, obviously experienced, obviously an older guy, real chill, real relaxed. I'm actually taking a class with Malachi right now, a graduate class. Um, but definitely somebody, uh, or two people that I, I love to have you know. What are you guys studying? Uh, well, we're doing management and labor relations right now. Uh, so. You know, this class is a little bit more Excel-based, so I'm learning a lot about that right now. Actually, I have some homework to do out here. Um, you know, get to miss class for a day. <laughs> That's why I was a liberal arts major at Rutgers. You just <laughs> don't do any homework. You graduate, you're done. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I, the comm major. The comm major is definitely definitely interesting. It has a lot of different fields you can go into, so it's it's definitely something that I'm trying to take advantage of as I start to, to, to meet more professionals and things like that. Is that a cool part of media day for you then, is not only the interviews, but you get to see how this stuff works and the communications aspect? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, this, you know, every, everything is communication and communication is every, everywhere around us. But definitely seeing the dynamics of, you know, how to effectively communicate, uh, bringing all these channels together and trying to mesh them together and, and create a good product is definitely something to be looking to. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you could take, it, take a lot away from this. I've got a, a kind of a story and a question here. Uh, what do you think about uh, your old high school coach, John Fiore? How much do you like that guy? Fiore's the man. Because I'm a big fan of his. Uh, really? Good. You should be. Coach Fiore's really the man. I mean, uh, you know, Coach Fiore came in my, my junior year. Um, and since then, I'll never forget the first meeting we had when, when he first came in. Whatever. He was in a suit. You know, it was a big deal. And you want to talk about a group of young men who were excited were so excited about the season. It was almost like they were getting a new game of Matt. It was like, wow, we can do this and this and this. We're so hyped. And, and it got real when the season started, once you realized the type of work that, you know, it took to make make our dreams happen. But at the same time, Coach Fiore has done countless, uh, countless uh, things for us as, as players. Personally, I've seen him do with, with players to, to help them reach their goals and reach their potential. And, um, you know, his success speaks for itself. He, uh, he was real helpful with me when you were a senior because, I mean, you're going through a coaching change. I don't want to bother you. Uh, 
there's I'm out on Long Island for Darius's big announcement. His big, you know, because he's got to do the whole television yeah. thing because uh-huh. he's big time. Yeah. But so he announces, and it's like midnight driving back right before signing day. And I thought, as far as I knew, you were still going to visit Michigan State, and you had some stuff going on. So I call up Coach Fiore at midnight. Hey, what's going on? I got to come to uh, to the announcement tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Oh, he's going to Rutgers. Didn't you know? I'm like, <laughs> Well, thanks for you know telling me now, but yeah, he, he sure. tells me like six hours before signing day, I'm in the library with you, and I'm meeting you know guys like Austin Stevens for the first time, yep. and he's really, it seems like he really cares about taking care of you guys. Oh yeah, for sure. I think that's really one of the greatest aspects of Coach Fiore. I mean, Coach Fiore is a, definitely an aggressive guy. I mean, when you when you run into him, he'll talk you, he'll talk you. But he's, that but, is that's, true. but but as you get older, you start to realize how much of an impact that has, um, and especially seeing it from this side, it's like wow. You know, that's what your coach is doing. People are people looking at me like, your coach is doing that? Wow, my coach is doing that. It's crazy when you get to compare and contrast the things that are going on. Um, but, yeah, man, Coach Fiore is a great dude, and he's always he's always looking out for us, even to this day, um, checking in on us, making sure we're good. Yeah, he's um, been at Rutgers plenty during spring practice oh, and everything. For sure, for sure. And, uh, you know, even throughout the college process, making sure we're good, making sure we're uh, checking on guys, asking me about guys. Um, you know, and things like that. So he's definitely trying to keep that relationship going, and I think that's what we need. That's how you create a culture. I, uh, I close all these with the same three questions, just talking one one Rutgers guy to another. You uh, being at Rutgers for a while now, who who'd you say is your favorite athlete at Rutgers, like all time, whether it's someone you watch as a kid or someone that's there now? My favorite athlete? Yeah. You got to pick one. Everyone has to pick one, and my it's favorite, tough for them. My favorite Rutgers athlete? Yeah. Oh gosh, man. That's... I, if you want to know, I talked to Corey Sanders last week, and he picked Gen- Genarian. So did he? Yeah. J Dog. Yeah, J Dog. Yeah. It's a safe pick. He's, he's, he's different. Man. He's different. I don't know. My, honestly, uh, to watch play, it probably had to be Cassian Green. Uh, just in terms of watching him, you know, as a, as a young guy, you know, looking looking up and looking up to playing on that field. And seeing all the different things he was doing, you know, as a single person, a singular person in those games, it'd have to be him. How about second thing here, uh, favorite memory, something you remember when you think Rutgers? When I think Rutgers, something I remember. Um, Other than uh, watching Darius Hamilton's MSG varsity thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that he um, made me go all the way to Long Island for. Yeah, you know, that's Don Bosco for you. Um, <laughs> hey, I know how that. <laughs> Nah, but um, gosh, a favorite memory. I don't know. It had to be. It had to be hanging out with my roommates at some point, going out or something like that. Oh, we have countless funny things that happen. I couldn't even pinpoint one of them, but definitely hang some somewhere with, with, with my teammates or my roommates, just just chilling, hanging out, man. And last thing, uh, you get one more meal at Rutgers. What are you eating? Like on the campus somewhere? Where or what? Okay. One more. Yeah, meal. like where's your go-to spot? Well, my last meal might not be. Assuming that Kenny Parker doesn't find out. Okay, yeah, that's. And then you got to throw that clause in there. Um, I don't know. You know, one of the first places that pop in my my head is Diesel, Diesel and Duke. That's one of the first places that pops in my head. Obviously, Hansel. You know, you got to throw you got to throw, throw Hansel out there. Um, stuff is cool. I don't know. Uh, it was probably I don't know the last meal at Rutgers. That's hard. Man. I might go to a dining hall. <laughs> just for the memories. Just for the memories. Yeah, I know. Don't make that face. <laughs> well, another episode of the Rutgers Scoutcast has come and gone. I hope you enjoyed our uh, triple guest week. Uh, thanks to Darius Hamilton, Andre Patton, and Julian Penix-Odrick for joining the show this week. 
giving you guys a more of an inside look at three of the top players for Rutgers football going into this season. Special thanks to Haseem Phillips, Jimmy Gill, and Jordan Ozer of the Rutgers Athletics Communications team for facilitating these interviews. All three of you have an open invite to join the show yourselves. Apologies for the late start on this week's podcast. When you are a one-man band baby like Heath Slater, sometimes there are unforeseen delays, but we managed to power through them to get you this podcast like we do every week. I look forward to next Friday where the mailbag returns, so please feel free to submit your questions at Sam Hellman Scout on Twitter or via the Scarlet Report premium forums. Make sure to take a minute out of your day to review or rate in iTunes or on Stitcher. That's really the best way to help grow the show at this point, and I appreciate that support. Like I mentioned in the open, Ryan Dunleavy of NJ.com is my guest next week. We'll also probably be talking Geo Baker, the first Rutgers basketball commitment to Steve Peichel in 2017. And guess what? It's almost training camp time. Can't wait for some real football to start up. I am your host, Sam Hellman of the Rutgers Scoutcast, ScarletReport.com publisher. Thanks for listening.